A stunning revolt in Russia, Canada's fire season, and a bad year for Georgia peaches. That's some of what we'll get to on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Monday, June 26th. Let's get you caught up with today's 7 Stories. First up, there was a brief rebellion in Russia this weekend. The leader of a powerful mercenary group sent his troops marching toward Moscow, Russia's capital, on Saturday. They took hold of a major military base and key installations along the way. Then, as quickly as it began, the revolt was over. The neighboring country of Belarus brokered a deal between Yevgeny Prigozhin, the Wagner Group's boss, and Russian President Vladimir Putin. Prigozhin then turned his troops around before they reached Moscow. This crisis has been brewing for months. Wagner Group troops have played a major role in Russia's invasion of Ukraine, and Prigozhin hasn't been happy with some of the military's decisions. In a nutshell, he accused Russian generals of stonewalling his ammunition requests, blaming them for his fighters dying in Ukraine. Although brief, this was a stunning challenge to President Vladimir Putin's authority. Observers say it's dealt a serious blow to the stability of his Russian regime. It could also shift the course of the war in Ukraine. Number two, the Coast Guard has opened an investigation into the Titanic sub-tragedy. The submersible imploded during an expedition last weekend to the Titanic shipwreck in the North Atlantic. Its five passengers were killed. The Marine Board of Investigations is still in the early stages of its inquiry. The lead investigator, Captain Jason Neubauer, spoke about the plans at a news briefing yesterday. The board will first and primarily work to determine the cause of this marine casualty and the five associated deaths. The MBI, however, is also responsible for accountability aspects of the incident, and it can make recommendations to the proper authorities to pursue civil or criminal sanctions as necessary. Investigators said they're looking into the cause of the implosion. Their findings could lead to more rules governing the deep seas. Number three, you can expect a busy week from the Supreme Court. It's wrapping up its term for the summer and still needs to release decisions on a lot of big cases. One of them looks at affirmative action and another on President Biden's student loan program. On Friday, justices handed down a ruling on immigration that allows the White House to continue deciding deportation priorities. In this case, the justices said the Department of Homeland Security has the authority to focus on arresting recent border crossers and those who commit violent crimes, rather than the millions of other non-citizens who have lived here for years. More decisions will be released tomorrow morning. Number four. Interstate 95 reopened less than two weeks after a deadly bridge collapse. On June 11th, a gasoline tanker crash destroyed a bridge over an exit ramp in Philadelphia. The driver of the truck was killed. A temporary roadway opened to traffic on Friday, months earlier than initially expected. The major East Coast interstate carries about 160,000 vehicles a day, and commuters had been dealing with long, slow detours before the reopening.
Number five, Canada is having its worst fire season in modern history. Nearly 18 million acres of land have burned so far this year. 3.5 million of those acres burned just last week. The peak of Canada's typical wildfire season still lies ahead. Smoke from these fires could hit the Midwest, the Mid-Atlantic, and Northeast again in the coming days. Some smoke also appears to be on its way to parts of Europe. Wild weather has devastated Georgia's peaches. That's number six. Georgia saw record warm temperatures this winter. The warmth caused trees to bloom early. Then a few deep freezes killed that early growth. Experts say farmers have lost as much as 95% of their crop. Other states also supply peaches, so all is not lost if you're looking for some fresh peach cobbler. But prices could be a bit higher this year. And at number seven, a volcanic eruption last year caused a record-breaking lightning storm. Now, this was an underwater volcano, and it erupted near the Polynesian island of Tonga in January 2022. A new study found that the enormous blast created the most intense lightning storm ever recorded. At least 2,600 lightning bolts were detected each minute during peak activity. The volcano has already broken several records. The blast was bigger than any U.S. nuclear explosion. Tsunami waves overwhelmed shores, and ash flew up into the third layer of Earth's atmosphere. Researchers found that the eruption created its own massive weather system. The study shows how volcanoes interact with Earth's atmosphere and could help researchers better understand future eruptions as they're happening. And just like that, you are all caught up. But before you go, I have some exciting news to brighten up your Monday. The Washington Post is dropping its paywall today through Thursday. So that means you can access all of the incredible work my colleagues are doing here for free. So head to WashingtonPost.com and get to reading. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow. <laughs> 